Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me for this first podcast for Corner of Happy and Healthy. My name is Sue Wilson, and I have had an Instagram account for the past few years titled Corner of Happy and Healthy to share my journey to better mental and physical health. So I started this Instagram account several years ago after I began to educate myself on the importance of eating healthy and changing the way I thought about my life. I was just recovering from a pretty traumatic health episode. I had undergone surgery to have my gallbladder removed and experienced a lot of serious complications from that surgery. I'll go into that later on a future podcast because there's a lot to unwrap there. But after that happened, I wanted to get serious about improving my health. I knew that um, my gallbladder issue was due to poor eating. So I knew it was finally time to get myself into gear and start healing my body. I completely changed my diet and along the way healed not only my body, but I also was able to heal my emotional health too. I had no idea that changing the way I ate would change my mental health. No doctor had ever suggested that I should change my diet if I wanted to improve my debilitating anxiety and panic attacks. Why is that? So to give you a little bit of background, I have been suffering from anxiety and panic attacks since I was a little girl. My first memories of anxiety uh, probably were around second or third grade. And I'm 60 now, so that'll tell you how long this has been going on, but I would literally vomit every morning before school in second or third grade, and no one knew why, including me. Years later, I would discover it was from, I had a teacher that was extremely cruel and abusive, and so I hated going to school, and it really caused me a lot of angst and anxiety, and that's how it manifested itself. But back in the 1960s, I just dated myself, but yeah, back in the 1960s, I don't think anyone really knew what anxiety was, or at least they never brought it up when my mom would take me to the doctor. So she took me to the doctor to figure out what was going on with me, and he basically said it was all in my control and it was my fault. He told me, Sue, if you don't stop worrying, you're going to give yourself an ulcer. So I felt like it was something that I had control of and that I could control. And obviously that wasn't true. But at that time, I didn't know. And my mom believed that it was all in my control, too, because that's what the doctor told us. So I was shamed for feeling the way I did and suffering the way I was suffering. So what did I do about it? I hid it. I suffered in silence because I was made to feel it was all in my head. I was making it up. I just didn't want to go to school when it wasn't that at all. But I didn't know how to articulate that at eight or nine years old. So I would be called a liar or trying to get out of being at school or whatever. And so for the next 50 years or so, uh, that taught me that people aren't going to understand and you just need to white knuckle the panic episodes and you need to just keep all this information to yourself, which we all know does not make anything any better.
Now, I will say that there have been times in my life in the last 50 years that I was carefree and living a good life and having fun and anxiety-free. Um, I hate being in front of crowds of people now, but I'm like, I literally loathe it and, and avoid it at all costs. But back in high school, I was on the cheerleading squad for two years and I loved every minute of it. So there have been times when I have not experienced the debilitating anxiety and I'm not sure why that is, but that has been just part of my journey. But when I was in my early 30s, anxiety came back and reared its ugly head again. But this time it was much worse and a lot stronger. When that happened, I went to the doctor and this time he knew right away what it was. I gave him a list of you know my symptoms, what was going on with me, and he said, oh, you have anxiety. Well, I had never heard of it, so I didn't know what he was talking about, so I asked him to explain what that was, and he did, but he told me, um, this is something that you need to see a psychiatrist for. And so, obviously, at that point, I thought, oh, I must be crazy. I have to go see a psychiatrist? But I did. I made an appointment and went to see a psychiatrist, and all he wanted to do was talk about my sex life with my husband, which needless to say, I knew that that wasn't the cause of my anxiety. So I never went back. So therefore I knew, oh man, I'm on my own with this because a doctor can't help me and the psychiatrist is not going to help me. So I guess I have to figure it out myself. So I'll hide all my symptoms and I'll hide how I'm really feeling inside while I try to fix myself. And so I went on that journey of doing self-help books and all of that other stuff and um, trying to figure out, even, you know, back then, this was like in the 1990s, so there was no internet, there was nothing. I just had to go to the bookstore and try to figure out what was going on with me and how I could overcome this. And so it's been that kind of a trial, I would say, through many, many years. And I never returned to a therapist's office until a few months ago and man I wish I would have had the therapist I have now back in 1990s because that would have saved me decades of pain and suffering so but during those years where I was trying to figure out how to do this on my own I tried many many self-help books and programs and I've been successful in some and fallen down in others. But I never saw any real improvement until I had to change my diet. And I had no idea that that was even part or even anything that would help with anxiety, but it substantially improved my anxiety. So now I no longer have anxiety for no reason and if those anxious sensations do pop up, I know how to diffuse them very quickly. And I don't have like anxiety just sitting watching TV or when I wake up in the morning. The only time I really experience anxiety now is when I have to do something that um, might cause my little introverted heart to be uncomfortable or to if I have to be in front of a crowd of people or things like that because I am an introvert too in which I want to talk about in the broadcast in this podcast because I think that's really an important um, attribute that a lot of us have that we need to not be shamed about and that we need to be proud about so I really want to get into being an introvert also. 
So if anything in the last 50 years has taught me, it is that I will have anxiety a part of my life for probably the rest of my life. And I'm okay with that now because I now have the power to control my life through my own choices. And this is something I want to talk about on the podcast and share with others who may be experiencing the same thing in their lives. I'm here to give you hope that you can live a healthy and happy life despite having anxiety. Don't let others tell you that in order to live a really fulfilling life, you have to completely erase anxiety from your life or that you have to get over it. You're free to make your own choices and decisions for your life and how you handle those things that give you anxiety. There's no one way to get over anxiety. It's different for everybody. And when you get to take back your power, you might even find that you no longer need medication if you're on it to just to get through your daily life. Now, I'll make a disclaimer. I am not a medical doctor, so I cannot give you any medical advice. But what I can share with you is insight from 50 years of experience. What works for me now might not work for you, but I feel compelled to share what I've learned in hopes that it might help someone that is caught in the very dark world of anxiety and panic attacks. Now, doing this podcast has me going way outside my comfort zone, and I've been putting it off, but I feel called to help others not repeat some of the mistakes that I've made. On my future podcasts, I will be talking about healing your anxiety by changing your diet, turning to God to help, coming to terms with the fact that you don't have to be the best at everything, or do everything that everybody else seems to be so easily able to do and that it's okay to say no to things. I will share with you different programs that I've tried and ones that really did work for me. I wanna talk about being an introvert, like I said, and how awesome it is. I want to talk about how important it is to not hide how you're feeling and to share it because the more we talk about it, the more accepted it becomes and the more we can educate others who don't know what it's like to live in a constant anxious state. Um, I'm excited to talk about the stigma that mental health is somehow different than physical health challenges when that is truly not the case. I am also excited to help others see that they are perfect just the way they are and not to be so hard on themselves. And did you know that sometimes you just can't fake it till you make it? That's a very hard and important and vital lesson to learn. I also hope to help those who don't have anxiety but live with someone or love someone who does. There's definitely a wrong way and a right way to deal with us that have mental health issues. I also hope that those of you listening will learn that you can overcome your fears, but maybe not in the conventional ways you've been led to believe is the only way. So I hope you'll come back for future episodes and you'll want to take this journey with me. I know that I will be learning as much or more than probably you will as I work hard to prepare for each podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Corner of Happy and Healthy. And you can also mail me any questions or suggestions for future podcasts at Corner of Happy and Healthy at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening, and I look forward to hanging out with you on this corner.